Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. afternoon or good evening and welcome to the vanguard for muhammad ramadan shaker <laughs> i am matt right and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom i'm good man how are you doing well that's awesome i didn't ask <laughs> or was i going to today <laughs> what would you not I, I don't know so uh since it's Ramadan and Ramadan, 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 Ramadan. Uh, since it's Ramadan and uh, you are fasting, that means you can't drink either. Right? No. Uh, so that means I'm drinking kava by myself today, which is okay. Yeah, it is. Kava's been making me feel weird. When when I was when I was unaccepting of my alcoholism i used to drink alone all the time so i'm totally <laughs> fine with it <laughs> so once again we would like to thank low tide kava bar and justin uh for the wonderful character that we have up uh for those of you who aren't watching live mine says it's a very terrible drawing of me and it says i'm so good looking it's accurate it is accurate <laughs> and the one since when I went to pick it up, I didn't realize that Muhammad was not allowed to drink anything. And it says, Happy Ramadan Infidel. <laughs> For those of you, it's a picture of Muhammad, a very racist depiction. I don't know what's <laughs> on my head. <laughs> it's your it's your airborne hat. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's a baseball hat with the AA on it. That's awesome. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I did not realize that uh, Ramadan was something where you weren't supposed to eat or drink anything. So. Yeah. And actually at work, they thought it started a day early, and I was like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. Starts a day, not yesterday. Gotcha. And does that end at sunset or no? Yeah, yeah, right at sunset. Gotcha. Like actual sunset, not... If you can't see the sun anymore, sunset. It's weird. I don't get it. Gotcha. It's an it's an archaic practice. Gotcha. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that. It must what, be stopped. What's the difference between sunset and when you can't see the sun anymore? Well, I mean, when the the sun doesn't, I guess, actually set when you don't see it anymore, so it has like a few more minutes. Ah, it's weird. All right, that is weird. It's like an astrological thing. Gotcha. Is that like Mercury being in retrograde and everybody acting all weird? 
Yeah. <laughs> Darn Mercury and Gatorade. Um, Which way does Mercury spin if it's in retrograde? Uh, the same way that it does every other day of the year. Hmm. Well, it's, I don't think Mercury is real, but okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I guess Mercury, I, I actually looked this up because so many people were uh, complaining about Mercury being in retrograde or Saturn, be, I don't know, something being in retrograde. Some planets are apparently all in retrograde right now, but... Well, always. Retrograde just means they're spinning in the opposite direction. And it doesn't even, like, they're still spinning in the same direction. It just means at that portion of their axis, uh -huh. it looks like they're moving backwards in the sky because... Oh, retrograde motion. Yeah. No, yeah, retrograde motion is something else, but yes... But yeah, when they say that... Like, no, retrograde motion is when you're watching the planets go across the sky, it'll look like they're going back as right. you're watching them, and then they'll go again, which is which was one way that they were able to explain that it's impossible that we would be the center of the system, and it also explained the... Um, uh, uh, the shape of orbits of the planets. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So like when people are, oh, Mercury's in retrograde, it's going backwards in the sky. Well, yeah, it doesn't means mean it. Yeah. No, that, it's going the exact same direction that it it's is. always yes, going. Yes, it it's is just, actually. Right now we're moving just a little faster. Exactly. Yep, that's the only thing that means. <laughs> right. So guess what? That doesn't mean anything about anything. It's not going to change who you are as a person during yep. that time period. And won't change if the flat's actually uh, flat or not, which it is. Right. No, absolutely. <laughs> the, the disc that we live on that is Earth. Mm-hmm. Yep, with a dome. Well, to be honest, we, it, it's not really a disc either. Like, the land goes on forever. Just But the UN and NASA won't let us get near the edges. Oh, well, why would they? Yeah, exactly. No. They don't want any flat tarts getting too close. <laughs> And finding out the truth. Uh, but you know, if you, if you, sorry, if you take a level on a plane, it will be just pure evidence, like unarguable evidence that the <laughs> Earth is one hundred percent flat. Yep. God, I hope the people in our new group don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get kicked out of that thing so quick. Yeah. <laughs> Muhammad and I were lucky enough to join a Facebook group called Flat Earth. No trolls. Hyphen no trolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's a goal to see who can stay in there the longest. It's funny. And I haven't said anything yet. Yeah, so <laughs> I just introduced myself and I said, I hope to see you all around. And I don't think anybody really caught it. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, then somebody asked if you were trolling. Uh, no, somebody asked, didn't ask me if I was trolling. Somebody just put up a bunch of different evidence proving that the earth is, you know, a globe the and, truth and, oh and uh he's like have you considered this have you considered this and i just didn't even respond because i was like <laughs> yeah of course that's all that's all fact yeah so <laughs> god uh, so we have not done this in two weeks yeah yeah this is it's been two weeks the last time we were on we had uh caleb who's over mm -hmm. in orlando with yep. so many other Tom Woods. Tom Woods, yeah. Tom Woods is over there. Massey did not show up. Mm -hmm. Bob White. 
Bob White. Yep. They don't always show up for those biannual meetings. Yeah, I know. But, um, yeah, a bunch of people that I knew were excited to go see him. Yeah. Caleb did ask if we would come to Orlando, and I told him, yes, and I think I lied. <laughs> so if Caleb is watching or if any of you know Caleb friends, extend mine. You're not coming with me after the show? Are you going? No, I'm okay. I don't know yet. <laughs> okay. If you go, I'll go. Yeah. But if you're not, no. I said biannual. I actually think they are biennial meetings. I think they're every every two years, not every, not twice a year. Not twice a year. Of course they were, yeah. Right. Gotcha. So uh, <clears throat> I went to uh, I went to Nashville last weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bless you. I tried to stop myself before that happened. Um, I went to Nashville last weekend and... Um, I, as always, I had a great time. Um, and I mean, shit, man, Tennessee girls, right? Anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, and I have to extend a very warm uh, thank you to uh, Brett Corrieri and Bethany Corrieri who allowed me to stay at their house. If they're not listening, we shouldn't be talking about them. <laughs> they're fans. They're fine. <laughs> okay. And um, and I just wanted to say uh, thank you to them for. Allowing me to stay at their house and loaning me their car. And uh, I, that was just fantastic. They're wonderful people. And uh, Brett is a big reason that I'm part of the Liberty Movement. Oh, he does listen, yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, and while I was there, I was able to stop by the Frothy Monkey and pick up a brand new mug. Because the Frothy Monkey is the greatest place on earth. Now, is that for coffee? Mm-hmm. That's what they make it for? It's a coffee shop? Yeah. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I used to live there. I walked in there. Uh, I walked in there. I haven't. I moved away from Nashville four years ago, and I've been back probably 10 times since then. And I walked in, and I walked up to the counter, and the person that was standing there said, hey, Matt, you want your usual? And I said, yes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's awesome. It's been yeah. four years. Well, I mean, after you turn 25, you stop aging. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Once 25, that's how old you look for the rest of your life. That's what I heard, man. That's that's what people say. But the key to that is you have to feed on the souls of the young. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> as long as you continue to feed on the souls of the young, you'll be fine. Yeah. Well, we saw a movie this weekend. No. This week. This week. Yeah, we did. We did. We, uh, we went to go see, um, I believe the name of it was Alien Covenant. Yeah, yeah. Alien Covenant. Yes, that's the Romanian movie. I've seen it too. Yes. Alien <laughs> Covenant. Um, and as a sci-fi fan that you are, what did you think? I'm not an Aliens fan. Okay, but as a sci-fi... It was okay. <laughs> I, I hated the very, very obvious... Um, Twist. Yeah, I mean, no, they're not even twists, I guess, right? right? Yeah. No, I mean, that was the most predictable thing in the entire... Yeah, there's just some obvious God. stuff in there, and I was like, are you kidding me? Uh, Justin, that gives us our kava every Saturday, the bartender, he's beside me, and I tapped him on the shoulder, and I... <laughs> I was like, do not. I was spoil like, hey, the, dude, <laughs> do not spoil this ending for people. As obvious and predictable. I as was like, is. hey, dude, <laughs> I haven't seen this movie before, but this thing that we're not seeing 
is actually what's happening right now. And even he was like, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I was like, and sure enough, you know, I was like, oh, my God, really? Like, all, all of Facebook is about to get the wonderful pleasure of seeing my roommate because this here's, is Ken. here's Ken, everybody. From the Grassroots Cava <laughs> from House. Grassroots Cava House in <laughs> downtown St. Pete. We did one of our shows there about Kratom. We did. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and we will have to do more shows there now since we have just been invited. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was okay. Uh, yeah, it, it was all right. I didn't, it was better than life. It was not better than life. Definitely better than life. No, life was a much better movie. Than Shitty ass movie. Than Alien Covenant. Yeah, normally I, uh, Austin Peterson will go out and watch a movie and then he puts a review on it. And what I have found is if Austin Peterson hates a movie, I'm going to love it. So he did a review on Alien and he hated it. And I was like, sweet. I am going to like this movie. And then I watched it. I was like, all right, well. There's Austin and I agree on that yeah. one. Cool. That's funny. But yeah, no, I did not like that movie very much. I thought Prometheus was much better. Uh, Austin said. Uh, I would agree on that. Yeah. Austin, in Austin's review of it, he said, none of the characters are likable except for the robot. <laughs> and that's saying something. And I said, yeah, that's actually pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I was not a fan of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. But um, but Blade Runner is coming out later this year, and that's all that matters. Oh, and Star Wars. Yeah, but ha- have you seen the original Blade Runner? Uh, I've seen the theatrical version. I've seen the director's cut. I've seen the. I like the yeah. Yeah, I've seen I've seen like three different versions of it. Yep, same here. And I played the video game. Neat. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Was that on like the original Nintendo? PC. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep, you uh get to go around killing uh, machines. Pretty cool. Replicants. Yeah. I just call them machines because that's what they are. <laughs> it's like the ones in the Matrix. It's like the ones in... Uh, it's like Data. Data's a machine. He is. An awesome the, one. The problem that I have with um, the new Blade Runner movie coming out is that Harrison Ford is in it. And I, for my own personal thought on the original Blade Runner is that Harrison Ford is a replicant. Yeah, for, I've heard different... Yeah. I, I have thought that from the very first time I saw it till... Did they ever... Have they ever explained what Deckard, if he even is or not, or is that just a fan theory? That's just a fan theory. Okay, yeah. I've I've, I've, read, I've seen that one before. Yeah, it's like they kind of lead you to believe it in certain times, and I've always believed it. I always thought that Decker was a replicant. Yeah. But replicants don't age. Yes. But... Harrison Ford's in the new movie, so I was like, "Man, there goes my theory." Well, they can. Uh, if that's the case, they can make him younger. You know, it'll throw people off, especially if, especially if somebody doesn't know that fan theory. Because I don't think that any, I don't think many people know that theory, and a lot of people that may go watch it won't have seen the original uh, Blade Runner. I hope everybody that goes to see it sees the original first. No, no, me too. No, it's it's a great movie. Yeah, it's fantastic. And speaking of sci-fi, there's a new Star Trek show coming out. Yes, there is. Yeah, it's it, pretty exciting. Discovery is yeah, what it's the, called. The uh, trailer they put out for it looks really good. Yeah, I hate that. I mean, I, see, I'm not going to complain because a lot of people are complaining. I'm like, you can't complain once. You know, we keep asking for Star Trek and more Star Trek. 
Um, and then they finally give us Star Trek, so that we have no, you know, we have no place to um, uh, complain about it. But I do really not like that they keep focusing on this Kirk period. Like, can we go to what happened after Voyager? There's more stuff to talk about there. I'm personally, I think uh, that era has been uh, fleshed out pretty well. It's kind of boring to keep going back there. There's more stuff to see and more in the future, you know? Is Discovery going to ha- be about Kirk? It's 15 years before Enterprise. Okay. Like, it's even that close. And I'm just like, really? Like, there's other stuff to see. Voyager is fun. There's Borg. There's um, the the Delta Quadrant. There's all that cool stuff, you know? Right. The Gamma Quadrant. But yeah. Did you see that Seth MacFarlane has a new TV show coming out? No. <laughs> it's a spoof of Star Trek. Oh, really? That's yeah. awesome. It actually looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks like you would expect a Seth MacFarlane show <laughs> to look like. But That's awesome. I mean, it, it it looks like something that I will at least check out to see if it's funny. Yeah. But it, it looks pretty uh, spot on. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, well, yeah. nothing else really on those... On the week, on the week. No, I mean, you know, congrats to my friends that got married up in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, they got their permission from the crown to spend the rest of their lives together. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they um, did. And this isn't actually on our list of topics, but I do want to talk about it really quickly. Mm-hmm. It did come up on one of your posts that you made this week. Um, Kratom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as many of you know that... Uh, here in Florida, Kratom is legal, and Muhammad and I have done a lot of work to try to keep it that way. I was going to tell you say I've done a lot of Kratom. We, <laughs> we, we have used a yeah. good amount of it. Um, <laughs> but uh, in Tennessee, Kratom is illegal. Mm-hmm. And whenever I go back, uh, a lot of times I will bring my own and just mix it while I'm there. Uh, but... The week before I went to Tennessee, uh, this kid got arrested. I mean, he's not a kid. He's in his 20s. Uh, this this young man got arrested for selling Kratom yeah. to an undercover cop uh, in Tennessee. Now, granted, he shouldn't have been trying to sell it on Craigslist. Of course, yeah. I mean, Not in Tennessee. Not in Tennessee. Uh, he should not have been trying to do that. But it's an... And then when they arrested him, they uh, reported it as a synthetic opiate. <laughs> yeah. And it's not. Yeah. It's an all-natural substance. It comes from a leaf that's just ground up, mm-hmm. dried up, ground up, turned into a tea. Yeah. Uh, and so if uh, any of you are from Tennessee, uh, call your lawmakers and be like, hey, can we get this kid out of jail? Slash, can we change this stupid law so that way Matt can open up, Matt from the muddied waters of freedom down in Florida can open up a cava bar in Nashville that serves Kratom? Uh, because I found the perfect spot for it. And I would really enjoy doing that. Are we doing our show there? Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to come to Tennessee, though. Am I owning part of it? We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know I can get you to Tennessee just based on Tennessee girls. So. Yes. It's definitely. not going to be a hard sell. <laughs> definitely. And Alabama's right there, so exactly. there's not much convincing to do. <laughs> exactly. Even Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Even, where Ken- your yeah. Even Kentucky. Yep. 
Yeah. That's right. You can go see the good doctor. Yeah. Yes, I can. In yeah. Little Tommy. Yeah. I need new glasses, <laughs> even though that's not what he does. <laughs> I need LASIK. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, if you're in Tennessee, please call your lawmakers. Mm-hmm. Ask them to change this law. Help get this kid not to the, make it so he won't go to prison. Well, I think that's already done with. He, he can't get him out. If the law changes. I don't think that's how that works. I don't know. Yeah. But hopefully. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's move on to the topics. We Trump. Need. Trump. No, I don't know. I mean, we are. Trump's yeah. a, Trump is in there. So, yeah. Trump. Uh, so, uh, Donald Trump this past week put out his budget. Yes. Yes. He did. He I liked did. it. Really? Yeah. It's not enough. It's not. It's not enough. It's not enough. No. It's it's the same problem that there was with almost every other budget from the last uh we can roughly say sixteen years. Yeah. Uh where they try to do little things to appease people, but they just push all of the they're pushing all of the um the majority of the problem. Yes, back. yes, yes, yes. They're kicking it down the road. Right. They just keep kicking the But uh, I like how it answered my uh original um concerns of them just dropping uh reducing taxes and still spending as much as they want just giving us a larger deficit so it's actually pretty good you know it's a good start but not enough not enough i mean but i like it yeah i mean it it would close if passed mm-hmm. which it won't but <laughs> yeah it's not it's not going to but if it were to pass uh it would close the National Endowment for the Arts. Yeah. Which yep. I, I'm 100%. Go, go ahead and do it. Yep. Same here. Uh, it would close the National Endowment for Humanities. Uh, and it would... It, I didn't even heard of these things until a few months ago. Really? Yeah. You never heard of the National Endowment for the Arts? Nope. Never, never heard of it until a few years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I've definitely heard of, uh, definitely heard of that one. Uh, the Humanities, uh, only not too long ago. But the one that is going to upset a few people if this were to pass which again i'm going to say it's not going to yeah uh would be it would close the court the ironically named corporation for public broadcasting Mm -hmm. and that would mean that sesame street okay yeah big bird they talked about this last year well 2012 no 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 i think trump talked about big bird like last year did he? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember uh, Romney did, and there were all these memes going yep. around with Big Bird wanting to beat up Mitt Romney. Yeah, <laughs> definitely happened last year too. I remember. But yeah, so um, they would close down the public broadcasting network PBS, which with how many telethons they do? Yeah, every year they come. They came to my door last year, and I'm not doing it any longer. But I was supporting them. Because my niece watched it, so supported them. Yeah, I. Uh, they came to my door and they asked me for money once, and I laughed and I said no. Yeah. <laughs> and I said why not? And they said because I don't watch your. Shows. Yeah, yeah, yep. It was only ten dollars a month, but you know she watched it, so right. Many people won't do that. No, and I wouldn't do it because I don't yep. have children. No, that's a good reason. Watching Sesame Street, that'd be weird. Yeah. No, no, no. That's a good reason. Um. The budget also. Does make cuts to Medicaid. 
Yeah. The food stamp <clears throat> program, Head Start, Social Security Disability, EPA Enforcement. God, that's mm-hmm. probably looked really good when you're just yawning huge <laughs> on camera. <laughs> we promise this is much more exciting. <laughs> um, I hid behind the microphone when yeah. I did it. EPA Enforcement and State Department Security. All of these are good things. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good things to do cuts on. I know a lot of people who we know personally disagree with me on a lot of that, but all of that is actually good for us to do. Mm-hmm. But it is also the equivalent of trying to put out a house fire one glass of water at a time. That is true. Yeah. Like, you're sparing Social Security, Medicare, and defense spending. Like, <laughs> not only are you sparing these things, you're increasing spending on some of them. Yeah. Well, military. Military. Yeah. And... You're gonna just—it's just gonna continue to balloon how much we're spending. Exactly. Like, if somebody, uh, some economist wrote that right now we're twenty trillion dollars in debt, which means that yep. every American is sixty thousand dollars in debt. Yep. Okay, so if I'm sixty thousand dollars in debt, every person, like every person, every but per- yeah, every yeah, every person. Uh, so if I'm sixty thousand dollars in debt, which oddly enough I am. Um, thanks, school loans. Yeah. <laughs> um, if since I'm sixty thousand dollars in debt, if I want to get the sixty thousand dollars in debt, what they're doing is like there's that would be like me going, okay, I need to raise sixty grand to pay off my debt. Instead of going to the movies every week, as I like to do, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go twice a month, and not buy popcorn, and not buy popcorn, <laughs> and not buy popcorn. And that way, I will be able to raise that $60,000. Yeah, eventually. In roughly 40 years. Yeah. (laughs) Not even. (laughs) Yeah. And that is, I mean, that is what they're trying to do to get us out of $20 trillion in debt. Like, they're just going, okay, guys, look, let's cut that entertainment budget just a little (laughs) bit. Yeah. We don't need that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You guys don't need to be going to the movies <laughs> once a week, okay? Like, cut that back a little bit. You'll be fine. Yep, yep. I've seen, yeah, I've seen that meme before, and yeah, it makes it makes all sense. A lot of times, um, you'll see a lot a lot of pages or even uh, people or politicians or friends of ours um, make that argument that well. You can't treat the country like a, a household because we'll be like, well, it's a household. If you're in debt, you're not going to just keep on spending, you know? And you just ask them, well, if you have $60,000 in debt, do you put yourself in more debt, you know? It doesn't yeah. make sense. All of them are like, mm, I can't answer that one because yeah. it doesn't make any sense. And I like a lot of the cuts. <clears throat> um, Although they like, in many ways, they're not enough. Uh, like one of the thing I always tell everybody is, uh, even though I do want to cut a lot of this stuff, other things need to happen as well in order to make everything easier on who gets affected by all of this. So, cuts to uh, Medicaid, for example. I hate Medicaid. Cuts for Medicaid, for example, would have to go hand in hand with uh, large amounts of uh, deregulation and reforming the amount of healthcare laws and intervention we have 
in this country on healthcare. Otherwise, you're you have the same regulated system. You're just not assisting the people that you're fu- you're fucking over by making the system more expensive than it can be. Right. So if you can get rid of Medicaid, which you should, also deregulate so the market can now compete, and the system could can be cheaper than it is right now. See, historically, there was never a call for Medicaid or Medicare. When it had this shit's from the fucking progressive era, and there's never been a call for it. They just decided there these presidents enjoyed their brand new powers of everybody before them, especially in the progressive era. The, those progressive, those four or five progressive presidents uh, enjoyed writing a lot of these new laws and and bills to kind of build up their their own. Um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, uh, legacy, you know? Right. Um, and Medicaid, man. You know, Medicaid is paid for healthcare for needy people. But here's what I don't like about Medicaid. Um, I worked as a registrar at St. Anthony's Hospital where I work now as an endoscopy tech. And one of the first problems I noticed is Americans treat the emergency room as a a if something's wrong you go to the emergency room and right. and then you sit down and you complain for 4 hours um and then you complain some more and wonder why everything's so slow wonder why you're not being seen quickly enough when everybody well no I'm sorry not, nobody knows this but the emergency room is supposed to be for emergency cases. Uh, in the military, when I was a combat medic, it was life, limb, or eyesight. These were the three most emergent things you had to take care of with any soldier's injuries. Anything else falls down on a on a uh, on a system. Lower on the scale. Yeah, lower on the scale. So, uh, life. Injuries to life being as anything that's about to take this person's life away. Limb, meaning an amputation or a partial amputation of any kind that has a tourniquet on it. Um, if the tourniquet's on, it can't stay on for more than four hours. Got to get You got to get that tourniquet off as in taking the surgery, so you got to fly them out. Uh, eyesight, I, you, can't, you, you, you can't save eyesight either, so you got to treat it as fast as possible. That's it. But in the United States... Stomach flu, emergency room. Toothache, emergency room. Headache for a week, emergency room. Um, whatchamacallit, uh, fever, emergency room. Yep. And it's like, yo, you're, you're going to the emergency room for every single ailment possible. And I'm not a, I'm not the biggest fan of WebMD or self-treating yourself. There's a lot of symptoms you can treat until you find out, is this a legitimate, concerned that i need to go get seen or not you know uh if i have a fever um maybe i'll go to walgreens and find some aspirin or whatever kind of anti-inflammatory medicine they have right and i'll buy a thermometer Uh, am i you know what's the what's the uh threshold on temperature you know on 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 fevers you know 101.5 should really be when you should start getting worried but Start getting worried, you know, take some aspirin, it goes down. A week later, 
few days later, it's gone. You're not coughing anymore. That's it. You don't need to go to the emergency room and take up the resources of a registrar sitting at the front desk to register you in. Security guard that's sitting there making sure you're you're safe and secured. Uh, the tech and the nurse that take your vital signs, uh, vital signs and input you in the system. It's a triage thing. They get your vital signs and then you get triaged based off of your vital signs and your symptoms. And then you wait for however long, depending on what you got going on. And then you get to go get a room. So now there's another tech. It's all other tech. So another tech and another nurse. And then depending on what's going on, x-ray, MRI, sometimes both, transport, transporter, PA or nurse practitioner. Now I'm at 11, doctor. Right. Um, the cook that makes sure you get some food, blah, blah, blah. All of it. All of those people have to get paid for taking care of every single person that walks into an emergency room. And most people that enter the emergency room don't need to be are lazy. They just are. They're lazy. Nobody wants to do their due diligence of trying to figure out how to treat themselves before they commit themselves to go to an emergency room and use up all these resources. I mean, that's just the human costs I just mentioned. The the those people, the right. more than ten people. The room. I mean, somebody else could be in that room. Somebody that's actually sick could be in that room. Um and the equipment being used to you know, do all of that because if it's if it's being used on one person, it can't be used on somebody else. That's right. the whole fucking point. The That's right. it. That is the whole point. So Makes you sense. you have limited rooms, and you've got all of these people every single day that don't have to be there. On top of that, I've mentioned not to you, but before in the past, that I hate Baker Acts BA fifty twos as we call them. The Baker Act is when um, family or law enforcement can take a person into custody and put them into a uh, psych ward of some kind, whether it's an emergency one or not, usually an emergency one, actually, for se- and hold them up to 72, 72 hours, hours. Yeah. yeah, if they're going to be a danger to themselves or society. You cannot believe how many times I've seen BA-52s get abused at a minimum. I'm sure I'm sure it happens a lot with family members, but I've seen it happen a lot with law enforcement officers. They will they'll they'll be driving somewhere here in St. Pete near downtown. There'll be a homeless dude um that hasn't had a shower in maybe weeks. Um maybe he's living in his own feces and has all and and really, you know, walking around drunk. The BA fifty two him. Because they don't want to clean him up. So guess what happens? You have to. Yeah. They BA-52 him. They bring him into the hospital. The guy's combative. He doesn't want to be there. He really shouldn't be there. Let him be drunk or not. And we have to get his clothing off, put him in bags, you know, um, wash him down with freaking uh, uh, Santa wipes, baby wipes, whatever you whatever you got. Um make sure he's good to go and he's good to go just because this guy was a nuisance though supposedly or maybe he was even pissing in the bush and i don't know right, pissing middle of the road it doesn't matter right. now that now those law enforcement officers have committed the use of that that hospital and now secu- now you gotta enter a second security officer the guy the desk stays there 
because um, I was a security officer. You got to call a second security officer now to stand there and make sure this guy isn't going to do anything wrong because he obviously is kind of combative. Um, I've seen so many patients come in there and they don't have to be in there. And I'm always like, why are you here? Do people not understand how much this is costing everybody? And then everybody gets to ask, why is it so expensive? You know, and that's not how that works. You know, scarcity is, and as far as we know, up until we can build Dyson spheres or a Dyson swarm. Do you know what those are? No. Oh, I was no. just going to let you go with it, though. Up until we build those, we're gonna, always going to have scarcity. A Dyson sphere is... A vacuum. Uh, no. <laughs> it is, actually. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty but sure it, it's a vacuum. No, but it's a, it's a technology that can be used um, in... In astrology, there are three types of civilizations, and it all depends on how much energy they can use. Uh, and a type one would be a civilization that can harness all power on its, uh, all forms of energy on its planet. We're at a 0.73. So that's a type one. Type two is a civilization that, that would pro, that can harness its star's power. So Dyson Sphere would be like, um, uh, the, it, this is all theoretical, and nobody knows if it can even be built because all people are saying it would take materials uh, involving all the planets and whatever asteroids we can find around us to build some some of them a sphere and sometimes a swarm, as in a, a lot of t- uh, satellites, basically, and that face the sun and they capture one hundred percent of that sun's energy, which means you'll have, you know, el- energy. Un- until that sun dies, basically. Right. So that's a type two. I don't need to go into type three. That just means you can harness all of your uh, galaxy's uh, energy. But until we get to that point, we're always going to have scarcity of some kind. Electricity is scarce. Uh, land is scarce. People are scarce. People always forget about people. You know, it's not just money and 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 fuel and trees and land. That's not the only thing that's scarce. People are scarce. Like. I'm 28. Um, we all have different skills, but me, for example, I'm 28. Is your skill being 28? No, no. <laughs> A level 28 spell sword in Skyrim. <laughs> uh. I'm 28, right? Um, graduated from... I have a high school diploma. That's it. I've got some college. And my experience are being an armed security officer here and overseas shooting things and people and being a combat medic uh being an endoscopy tech oh and being a um a field organizer a field representative that that is it and that takes time and experience i really can't do much else and maybe doing a podcast i don't know but you get you get the picture. I can't. I, mean, I can't me, do everything, and neither can you. you that have, makes you me have, feel bad for getting to where I am now, just based solely on looks. <laughs> I mean, you just listed off like I did this, I did this, I did this. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> I've been told I was attractive. <laughs> well, and that's pretty much that's pretty much all I got. <laughs> it's a great skill to have. It trust a, me, it's a fantastic skill. <laughs> It's gotten me this far. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, that's a perfect point you just made. Although, <laughs> trust me, you are a very, very valuable person because you're a manager of one of the kava bars, for example. 
Um, but assuming I don't change what I'm doing, which I mean, if anything, I'm going to get a nursing degree and my economics degree. Um, you've mentioned stuff, whether you may or may not continue in the, uh, hospitality what do you call this kind of industry you're in service industry service industry whether you're going to even stay there for a long period or not you might want to become an owner of a restaurant doesn't matter your own thing still technically the service industry yeah well uh, i always assume as an owner you have less uh, less of a hand in managing as as your production output increases and you've you you, theoretically yeah. yeah yeah theoretically that, but that that is the goal, I think, of most owners. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Most most owners, I think, that is the goal. <laughs> Hopefully, but that's it. And everybody we know, and everybody listening, has their own um, aspirations, what they want to do. Everybody has their own limitations. Everybody's got their own dreams. And people always forget that human element of you can't. You know, let's assume you you want to build a bunch of hospitals and clinics. You still need people to fill them, and those people are going to want to have. These people are going to have to want to be nurses, doctors, whatever. Unless you're going to force them into it, right? Which obviously we're against. A hundred percent. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna have to have the people that first of all want to aspire to be a nurse. Working in the medical field isn't easy, even though it may pay well. Um, but. You and they need the experience over time. You know, you you don't just go to trust me. You don't just go to nursing school or EMT school, and you're now the the nurse and the EMT. It takes time. People always forget about that. You know, so that's why this whole scarcity problem so important. Because it's not that we just have St. P or St. Anthony's Hospital here with a few other urgent care centers around us. It's like. It's not that easy to fill even what we got there. Like my department's expanding um, in October. We're we're building. Uh, uh, we're taking the other half of the floor. We're getting a few more rooms, so we're going to be hiring more nurses. Uh, we already have all the techs we need. But we're hiring more nurses. We just hired a new director, like a manager for us. Um, so like scarcity is a problem even in, on the human level, and everybody seems to always you know forget about that. But you can't like. You have to look at all the resources, and we are considered a resource. We, as in our time, that we rent out to the employees, that that is a scarce resource, that wage or skill or whatever, Um, which is why this is a long – that was a long rant. That was a long rant. Which is why when it comes to cutting out a lot of the stuff like food stamps, Medicaid, Head Start – Social Security, disability, the EPA, all of that stuff. You don't have an, I don't really have an answer for the EPA. Um, you have to get rid of as much of the government as you can to then make it easier for this stuff to not exist. Or else you, honestly, or else you're just being an asshole. <laughs> or else you're just regu- regulating the crap out of healthcare, making it more expensive. And then, you know, cutting people out of it too. Like, I mean, Medicaid is tax money that ends up going into the the healthcare industry. So if you don't change anything and you just cut out Medicaid, you're still going to have the same amount of sick people. Go, really going, nobody gets turned away from... No, nobody's going to get turned away from a hospital. Yeah. 
And so you're gonna make it even more expensive now to have health care. Right. Uh not that is not an argument for keeping Medicaid or Medicare. Uh, that is an argument for deregulating so there's more competition uh for it. Um what do you think? Well, I mean I agree with you. Like how many years ago was that now? That was like eight years ago or so, uh when the swine flu scare was sweeping the nation and everybody had yeah. swine flu. Yeah, we stayed indoors. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I actually did. Okay. <laughs> but the reason behind it, the reason, like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to live my life based on a fear that I might get sick. Of course. I believe I had food poisoning. Uh, but my buddy and I had the same thing, and he didn't get sick. But I got sleeping on the bathroom floor because it was closer to the toilet. Oh, yeah. Kind of sick. Like, you know, sitting on the toilet doing just blowing out of one end, mm-hmm. holding onto a trash can, blowing out the other, like that awful kind of sick. And I didn't go to the hospital because I was like, oh, let's see where this goes. Because I want like I was like, okay, I'm just gonna keep keep drinking water and I'm gonna sleep. And if it's like this tomorrow and I'm still alive, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to a hospital. Yeah. And but uh, until I'm a hundred percent sure that this is something absolutely deadly to mm-hmm. me, I'm not going to take up their time. Yeah, which which that that can be Thro- uh, throwing up and diarrhea. Yes, can be. Can be. But like I said, man, a lot of people show up, and it it's like you're you're talking and you're walking. And you what? don't, and you're you're fine. Why are you here? Right. Right now. And. You get so many people out there who are the newly coined term of uh, cryptochondriacs. I don't know what that is. It's a hypochondriac who has looked up on WebMD their symptoms, oh. and now they have. Well, now they're dying. I didn't know the 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 that word meant that. That's why I'm not a big fan of WebMD. That's right. why I mentioned that exactly because people will take it too far. But if you're not stupid. You c- and and you're not melodramatic in your life, uh, which is about half of you. Um, you can definitely. I'm just kidding. Not our li- listeners. It's everybody not listening. Um, please stay listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can definitely look stuff up on WebMD, common symptoms, and treat them as they come, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, that's honestly, really honest to God it. There are few things that affect people that cannot be treated out of Walgreens. Few things. And they're mostly bacterial or phys- or, or physical in nature, like breaking a, a, a bone, you know? You should go get go, that x-rayed, yeah. you know? Go, go when to you're, a hospital then. Yeah, yeah, when your limb... Not if it's a toe. Yeah, no. <laughs> if it's a toe, deal with it. Like, come on, just I suggest still just going. walk that off. <laughs> That's what I always yeah. do. Yeah, I broke a couple of toes in my life. My dad was like, "I can't put a cast on it; just walk it off." <laughs> like, okay, dad, and I did, and I can still walk. Yeah, yeah. Um, but moving on, since we only we have fifteen minutes left. Yeah, less than. Uh, I like to talk about economics and this healthcare stuff. I mean, that's that's. I know that's. Kind I of guess easy. that's what I've done. Yeah, I was gonna say that's, that's me. You that know? is your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. That, um, is, that is your wheelhouse. That's economics and healthcare. That's 
anytime that we get on those subjects, I know that <laughs> I'm not going to say anything for quite some time, <laughs> except for a snarky remark. Just stop me. <laughs> I don't mind. I, I don't. I, I don't mind sharing the space. <laughs> I can't. That's stopping a freight train. <laughs> doing like ninety. Yeah. Oh man. Having to deliver that uranium yeah <laughs> to the pentagon like, yeah you're not stopping that thing <laughs> it's going anyways the point is yes definitely definitely cut you know cut cut a lot of that spending out right. including the stuff you're not cutting out right. St- especially the military cut the military yeah. cuts it like and one of the biggest problems with it is no no uh representative no senator nobody nobody is going to that's okay that's not 100 percent true 95% of them will not vote to uh for things that will make the where you'll finally see the difference 15 to 20 years from now. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Right. Like so if the difference will lay, oh, okay, well no, suddenly it's starting to get better in 2035, they're not going to vote for that today. Yes. Because I get it. they <clears throat> their people are going to be like, "Oh, well, we need, you know, why why are you cutting that? We need that. We need that." And you know, trying to stand up there in front of your constituents and go, trust me, 20 years from now, you're all going to be thanking me for this. <laughs> hey, they're going to go, screw you. I'm going to be dead, you dick. In Austrian economics, that's called time preferences. Right. And the whole point, depending on the economy, is to really shorten time preferences, depending on what's going on. But... People typically have short time preferences. That means you want to see your money now, you know, right. or whatever it is that's going on with your money. It's my money you want and to see I it want now. it now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did talk about this last, on one of the episodes, right? Didn't I talk about time preferences, the oh, interest rates with the Federal Reserve and all that? This like episode 28. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't we, know. I don't know what you've talked about. I thought this was episode two. No, I, I, <laughs> I tune you out for most of them. Oh. <laughs> So since we've, I can't believe I'm about to make this joke. Since we've already talked about the things you know, like healthcare and economics, let's talk about something else you know about. Yep. <laughs> Terrorist attacks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh, over the past week, there were four terrorist attacks. Uh, we know, okay, so let's talk about the ones we don't know. Indonesia. There was a terrorist attack that killed three yeah. and injured eight. In the Philippines, that was my pen. <laughs> in the Philippines, uh, terrorist activity has been happening. Yes. Uh, that has been so bad that the president has declared martial law for 60 days. The uh, Philippines. Yeah. But then he follows that. Their Trump is like trumping Trump. It's I hilarious. Know. President Duterte, <laughs> President Duterte said, "If I think that you should die, you will die." I saw. He always says shit like that, I man. Know. I don't even, and I think he's serious too. Like I I'll, think I'll, he I'll, is hundred percent serious. I'll take his word for it. <laughs> uh, but uh, since martial law began, like I don't know, three days ago, um, thirty-one arrested uh, or something. What's that? Arrested or something? Killed. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 31 killed, uh, 13 police officers, one of which was beheaded. Um, and Who beheaded a police officer? Oh, the terrorists? The terrorists, yeah. They stopped a police carrier. They don't even do that right now. <laughs> Holy shit. In the Philippines. 
In the Philippines, all bets are off. It, it yeah, it's fucking Mad Max down there. That's like, awesome. They're doing. They're just going at it. That's not where Crowdum comes from. That is not where Crowdum comes from now. Oh, well, that was that was the other country I haven't talked about. Right. Well, we did, but we did, but yeah. we didn't really go to, into. Yeah, too so much our Crowdum is safe. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the FDA has their way. Yeah. Um, oh shit. Uh, and then in Egypt. Yep. Yeah, Christians again. Yeah, yeah. the Coptic, the Coptic Christians. Uh, Twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, yeah. And then the bus it was a bus attack. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They shot up a bus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then as everybody who has social media. The only country that matters. Egypt? No, Manchester. That's not a country. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, the UK, but. Right. Yeah. And then if you have social media, of course, you know about the, I don't even know how to pronounce her name, Ariana Grande. Or Grande, Ari- I think. Is it Grande? Yeah. I, I don't know. It sounds like a font. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like something yeah. I would pick off of like Microsoft Word. And yes, be like I really like that font for this story. <laughs> um, and if there isn't one, somebody should really make one. Yeah, uh, her PR team should really jump on that. Uh, which, due to uh, I, th- I believe it was two bomb blasts went off at an area Ariana Grande mm-hmm. concert, yep. killing twenty two. Yes. Now, what do we do? Oh, I don't know, man. Uh, <clears throat> it's been really tough figuring this whole thing out. Um, a lot of emotional stuff, too, trying to figure out if we even have a place in this movement or not. We, as in the many people like myself who happen to be um, Muslim and liberty-loving, um, me, myself, consider myself an ANCAP and a Muslim. Um, but, you know, you look at... Ev- those four different situations you know like i personally think so not all of them but i do think that for a lot of the cases in the west that should really be all that matters to us um terrorism in the west more often than not can almost always be attributed to our uh intervention overseas and i read a story about um i'm not disagreeing with you on that I said only in the West, but yes. Right. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. Not even a little bit, but I don't think that it should excuse it. No, no, no. No one's saying that. Right. No, no. no I'm about to cover that. Okay. Um, no, I'm about to cover that because Indonesia is mostly Muslim. Um, well, actually, that this is not part of the argument. It shouldn't excuse it. Uh, the Philippines, Indonesia, and to an extent, Egypt are not... I mean, Egypt in the Middle East, you know, Indonesian, uh, Indonesia and the Philippines are not involved in intervening in Iraq or Afghanistan. So that argument doesn't really hold as much water with those countries, which means you can probably, yes, attribute, you can definitely attribute it to radical Islam. Radical Islam is most definitely a thing. I think the problem is throwing people like myself and every other Muslim in the world under the bus as one of those people, which doesn't make sense because it's, it's a lot of Muslims in the world. It just, it would not, it, what? it wouldn't work like that. There are a lot of Muslims in the world? Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, um, I thought it was like you and your family and right? like nine others. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> and those nine others, they're they're making all the headlines. Right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> 
no, we're not all we're not all like that. Radical Islam is a thing. It affects Muslims more often than anybody else. It should never be excused. But no, most of us are peaceful, and I'm always going to stand by that. And most of us have fought it and do fight it, and I will stand by that. Some of us in the Western militaries, like myself, when I was a combat medic in the 82nd, some of us that have never left Lebanon and are in the Lebanese army, or um, whatchamacallit, uh, what's the... <laughs> they're considered terrorists, but we're going to go with the... Depending on which arm of this organization it is, they're probably not, you know. Um, it's it's the... Uh, God, what's that group? It's a group in, in, in Lebanon. They're Shiites. A lot of times they're tied to Iran, which which is why sometimes I don't want to use the word terrorist on them um but uh hezbollah hezbollah uh so lebanese army hezbollah iraqi army syrian never mind syrian group or army depending on how you're looking at it uh all these people are fighting radical islam and they're fighting them every day more than you even know um so it's really false to put both of us in the same uh in the same group, um, how do we fix it? I don't know. Uh, I asked a question recently on Facebook. I didn't really get the response I was looking for, and I kind of thought... Was this the KKK? No, it, it was after it. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, that was it. That was it. The KKK Westboro yes. Baptist yeah. thing? Yeah. yeah that, I, was, I was watching the comments on it because I think I knew where you were going with yeah. it, and I wanted to see... And I wasn't... You know, I still say I wasn't trapping anybody. Um, but a lot of people don't know that most Muslims are Sunni and Sunni Islam is decent, is more decentralized, seriously, more decentralized than Protestantism. And Protestants are as decentralized as it gets. You've got thousands of, maybe tens of thousands of different churches, you know, but, you know, we don't even have that in Sunni Islam. There is no group of Pentecostal churches or group of uh, Lithuanian churches, you know, like these associations of a specific brand of Protestantism. And they're all decentralized. We don't even have that. Like, it's as decentralized as it gets. Every Every mosque is literally its own thing. So that's why my question was, how, like, do, how like- do Protestants... I was going to say, unlike the Catholic Church, where... It's very, yeah, yeah. Which, okay, I didn't... Uh, I'm, I know I'm going to derail you a little bit here, yeah. but... Uh, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. But six years ago, I uh, six, seven years ago, I was dating this girl whose family was Catholic, and whenever we would go see her family, we had to go to church. And for those of you who don't know, I am not a religious person at all. And, I mean, it, one, great exercise. It's like... <laughs> it's like jazzercise for religious people. Stand up, sit down, kneel. Stand up, sit down, kneel. Wave the hands, wave the hands. Um, you know, peace be with you and also with you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, but I was talking to uh, a friend of mine who hadn't gone to church that day. And I'm like, man, I had to go. To, I, went, I went to a Catholic. And he was Catholic. And I was mm-hmm. like, I went to a Catholic church today. He goes, oh, good. What was the sermon on? And I was like, do you, oh, do you go to whatever church? He goes, no, but. They're all the same. 
<laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, well, yeah. There's like, I don't even know how many of those in the world, and they all do the same sermon every Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was on Methuselah. Well, I didn't. I didn't know it was that rigid, but Shiites are the same thing. We they have a pope, which is actually known as the Ayatollah. Everybody knows that. Ayatollah. Everybody knows yeah. that word. And the Ayatollah is the spiritual leader of Shiites. You know, Shiites are very strict. You know, and they only make up eighteen percent of Muslims. And that's why my question on Facebook was, okay, to my Protestant and any Christian friends. I understand they, you or they may be not as well considered Christian, but the KKK does consider themselves, the Ku Klux Klan, a religious group. Yes. Westboro Baptist Church is a religious group. The Lord's Resistance Army is made up of Christians. This is in Africa. Um, my question was specifically to Protestants because... Uh, how do you respond to that? I mean, it, that's that's the same situation Muslims are in. There is no pope to come out and say you're bad. Stop. You know, there's there's none of that. There's no association of the Lutheran Sunnis to come out and be like that. They ain't us. You know, we're. <laughs> um, and that was my question. So no, I don't I don't know what we're supposed to be doing. But there's a great book. You can buy it at the... Is it called the Quran? <laughs> That's the best book. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a book. Um, you can buy it on Amazon. I suggest you buy it from the Mises Institute uh, shop. It's called Islam Without Extremes, A Muslim Case for Liberty, written by Mustafa Eichel. And uh, he's Turkish. Um, he talks about the history of Islam from its beginnings until now and how there were multiple schools of all different varieties. Um, you had the rational schools and the quote unquote irrational schools and how the strict and rigid irrational ones that were more extremist and fundamental ended up running out and becoming larger than the rational schools that Help bring many of the great advancements, technologies, and so on that Muslims gave us. Um, but yeah, it's a great book. Look it up. Um, it's not going to answer your question, but it will give you an understanding of where Islam is right now. The one thing that really I found annoying this last week, though, is how a lot of people on top of attacking all Muslims and on top of attacking Islam as a religion, they then started saying saying this. Their prophet is a warmonger, you know, pedophile, so on and so forth. And here's the thing. Let's assume that's right. I don't know. Let's assume that's right and he is all those bad things. Okay. He's a Jew killer um, he's a Jew killer, pedophile. He is a Rockefeller. All of it. <laughs> he's all of that bad stuff. <laughs> so you're telling me. <laughs> so you're telling me that you're. Okay, I don't. I, I don't know how this enters their head. 
you're judging Muslims on that guy. So you're then telling me that all Christian men are living the life of Jesus? Because right. you know that's bullshit. Oh, yeah. You know that's bullshit. They're you can't tell. If you're going to say all Muslims are like this pedophile guy, fine, whatever, then you need to really tell me who, what all these Christian dudes are doing out here that are not living the life of Jesus. And I know the life of Jesus, and I know what Christianity expects of its followers. Very well, very well. Trust me, I know. I study. I read. <laughs> but if that's the case, then explain this to me. So you're telling me most Christians are not actually Christian then. Okay, that's fair enough. That's really where that argument ends up going for me. If there's if good Christians are living in the way of Jesus and most of the so uh, so-called Christians are not they're not Christian then, right? I don't know. I don't know. It's silly. This whole religious argument is bullshit, especially when it's re- when it when it's religious in nature. You know, there's so many things you can talk about about all the different groups. Oh, yeah, that you know, so many different Islamic terrorists that have such a wide variety of goals. That you can't, you you know, you can't say they're all the same. You know, Islam's out to conquer the world or whatever and start a caliphate. No, that's ISIS. What's Al Qaeda? <laughs> Afghanistan? Who knows what they're trying to do in Afghanistan? They're they're the arm of the Taliban. Okay. Oh, sure. Uh, Al Shabab. They're the guys in in Somalia. What are they doing? God fucking knows what. But they're the ones killing people in Somalia. Most Islamic terrorists don't leave their borders. And they're quite content murdering people within their own borders, which is really not a justification of what they're doing anyways. The point is, um, and actually even in the Philippines, they've, they've, I forget the name of the terrorist group in the Philippines. Uh, they're on one of the islands, I think Manila. Um, they're, for example, they're, I've always known about them, and I know their goal is to separate from, I mean, they, they might, Sharia law might be a thing, but their 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 goal is to separate from the Philippines and establish their own Islamic country, you know. So every group's different. You can't tell me all Muslim groups are doing the same thing because they're definitely not. That's just doesn't make any sense once you start looking at it. No, it really no, it doesn't. Yeah, it 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 doesn't. I uh, I've tried so hard, you know, and. I'll go as far as say Islamic terrorism is a thing. I enlisted when it was a thing. While I was able-bodied, I'm still able-bodied. I challenge, honestly, I challenge all those that want to fight it so bad. I want to send other people there to go fight terrorists or whatever. Go do it, you know? Go do it. I did. But it's your turn. Can't just expect everybody else to do it. That's That's... That's that's where I'm ending up on that. You know, I I I did what I could. I signed up. I I, I went. I I proved myself, and I'm back. So and I didn't kill. I didn't throw a grenade in a bunch of American soldiers' tents. So it's really annoying. No, 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 no. It's the people that question the patriot the patriotism of people like me. You know, I know. I know. And it's I, like I, it's really annoying how you act like. I didn't do anything when I've done more than a lot of these dumbass alt writers. Or no, I I yeah. agree hundred percent. Like I I've seen it so many times on you know, social media. 
uh, which I could do an entire thing on social media and how absolutely idiotically stupid it is. And for anybody who knows me knows that, you know, I'm on social media pretty much all day long, but I still think it's idiotic Mm -hmm. how social media has taken over. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to go into that, but I've seen it so many times where it's like, there'll be an article about you or you'll post something and somebody <laughs> will call into question yes. your patriotism or with a picture of me in uniform too. Right. <laughs> I don't trust you. Cause you want to moose lambs. <laughs> like, I think you try to take over our country. Just you. <laughs> yeah. Just, just you. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> trust me. He is not motivated enough to show up here on time. He's never going to be able to take over the country uh, on his own. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I see it all the time. And I'm just like, oh, my God, these people don't even, they have no idea yeah. what <laughs> real patriotism is. It's not just saying, hey, that guy's a little tanner than me, so fuck yeah. that guy. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I don't get it. Uh, one thing I did want to mention on this topic before I forget, I read an article on the Manchester guy. So you remember when... The Arab Spring was going on. And it really failed everywhere. In in Libya, uh, Gaddafi was fighting his people. Um, and then we decided to join in on it under Obama. Right. Um, huh? Under Obama, Marco Rubio, uh, John McCain, and Hillary Clinton, actually. Um, I actually put Hillary Clinton at the front of all that. And then John McCain. And then Obama, and then Rubio, which is funny. But that's, the, that's the right order in my eyes. Was that alphabetical? No. Yes, it was. <laughs> That's that's for who is the most Clinton, oh. McCain, Obama, Rubio. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Then yes it is. It's an alphabetical order and in my opinion that's the right order for who's most uh responsible or influential when it came to Libya. And we started bombing his uh his military and his spots. You know, he said don't, you know, stop bombing me. Like he didn't even care. He just said Terrorists are going to win, and, and there's going to be terrorists all over this country if you keep doing this. Well, we made sure that he died. <laughs> and then terrorist camps sprung up all over all Libya. All over the place. And they're saying this Manchester kid visited Libya multiple times after the fall of Gaddafi and got terrorist training over there. If, it wasn't f- if we just stop, you know, here's the thing. Not saying if we stop intervention tomorrow, all of it will stop. Although I do think we should stop all intervention tomorrow. What I'm saying is because obviously there are radicals. Yeah, yeah. Let's not wait till. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> obviously there are radicals that don't care if there's any intervention going on or not. But you can cut off the ones that are hurting us directly by a large margin. I mean, if we didn't help put Gaddafi out of power, maybe this kid would have never done that. Yeah, if we didn't take, you know, and everybody, I'm sorry, you have to know this by now. If we didn't take Saddam out of power, you would have had no ISIS. True. You would have had no ISIS. ISIS is the Iraqi arm, technically, of Al-Qaeda. And, you know, once we pulled out, they were there. It, perhaps if Saddam was still in power or his one of his sons might not have ever had an ISIS or the refugee crisis, or any of this stuff. Right. At least affecting the West at a minimum. Would have affected the Middle East, yes, but not us. And that's what counts. So, 
can't say America first and then talk about everybody else. No. So it's either or. God, that makes me want to bring up another topic, but we're already <laughs> over time. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so with that, we should probably close the show. All right. Um, thank you all for watching. For those of you who are, yeah, thank you. Uh, especially to the wolves who I saw comment. Uh, <laughs> you guys are awesome. Yeah, I love but, them. <laughs> yeah, they are so great, and I really. I hear Becca is reading my book. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah, and Brian is hoping to steal it from her soon. <laughs> so uh, for those of you out there who don't know, I wrote a book. It's called Dear Jack Diary. You just ask me. I'll make you a guest, and you'll get a copy. Or you can go on Amazon and purchase it, and I can make money on it. I promise if you're a guest, he'll give you one. <laughs> or buy the book. <laughs> Uh, it's only if you're a good guest though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Please like, please share, please, uh, do whatever, hit whatever button it is. That means that we're doing a good job. Yep. Um, <laughs> thank you for everything. Uh, and please share like, yeah, please sharing share. is important in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, please like us on Facebook if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Uh, please follow us on, or yeah, follow us on Twitter. At muddied underscore waters. You can also find us on Instagram at muddied waters of freedom. And our new website. And our new website, which is www, which we really don't need to say anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> www.muddiedwatersoffreedom.com. Yep. That's yep. com. C O M. Yeah. com. Anybody wants to write anything? Send email writing, yep. you can email that to muddied waters of freedom at gmail i forgot we had that <laughs> we do. Uh, you can email that to muddied waters of freedom at gmail and if we like it we will put it up on our website and credit you we will not steal that credit nope nope hopefully soon we'll just have it where we can have if somebody's interested enough dedicated accounts the muddied waters will go from being just a podcast to being our podcast and supporting um, a whole media, whoever our a whole people are that want to write with us, yeah, a media outlet, pretty much for the freedom movement, yeah, probably the best, but right, yeah. So again, <laughs> thank you all so much. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, I thought I did, but I don't. I really don't remember it. I don't. I, I don't would, know. I would ask you if you want to drink more kava, but uh, sunset doesn't happen for another two hours. That is correct. Yeah, at, uh, eight. It is actually eight, eighteen um, yeah. is when sunset happens. <laughs> I looked that up just now. Oh. oh, also, real quick, real quick, I totally forgot about this. Um, the Montana special election happened, um, and I just wanted to say a quick congratulation to Mark Wicks. Is who, he the guy that he's the Libertarian? Oh, he's the Libertarian that ran there, and he got five point seven percent. Wow. Yeah, so just a real quick congratulations to him. That's awesome. That's a great job. You didn't body slam anybody. Maybe that would have gotten you a couple extra votes, but, you know. <laughs> but, you know, still, congratulations. You did awesome. Uh, I hope to one day meet you. And to all of the uh, people in Orlando for the event right now. The RLC. The yeah. RLC, yeah. For all the people in Orlando right now, hope you're having a great time, and we're sorry we couldn't be there. <laughs> Hopefully next time, guys. Those tickets are, were way. They're honestly they're way too pricey for me. I I was not gonna pay over two hundred dollars for those. No. So, but um, if you ever want to have us as a guest, and yeah. Spend money on a hotel room. We're totally down to go. <laughs> yep. 
Actually, I don't even honest. Yeah, I'll take the hotel room, but honestly, I don't need it. I mean, I'll get there. We're an hour and a half away, two hours away. I just need the damn tickets in. So right, um, your tickets are more expensive than fucking hotels. Right. Excuse my language. <laughs> yeah, now is the time to apologize <laughs> yeah, for right. that. Well, I mean, I'm speaking to people that know me in the RLC, so got to be a little respectful to them. You know, talking to you, Matt, Di- uh, Matt and I. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, remember, guys, where we're going. We don't need roads.